Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 379 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Hiya. Jordan Biardi. Hello. And uh, conquering returning hero, Alex Hansiak. Welcome back to the show. I swear, last time I was here, I couldn't see my own face, but... It's, it's cool. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's a little wow. different. <laughs> Trying a new format out. I remembered to mute myself, so there you go. This is good. <laughs> Prog- progress is made. Uh, well, yeah, welcome to our third live broadcast as well, if you're joining us on Twitch or uh, whatever other platforms. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to dive into gaming news, because, uh, I mean, was there anything that happened this week? I don't know. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing really. Simple. Just been sleeping on it really. A few trailers, I think. Small There's always something about Nintendo. Uh, I saw at least one video game. There was one. One video and/or game. Uh, no, no. The uh, the big news this week is uh, that Microsoft is making moves to purchase Activision Blizzard for sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Uh, you know, basically pocket change. Nothing. Pocket change. Yeah. One dollar, Bob. Which I thought was really huge until I realized that well, it is still huge, but it's like the Disney Fox deal was like seventy-one billion. So that's yeah. that's that in some context. Uh, yeah, so this is a huge, earth-shattering paradigm shift for the gaming industry. If it's finalized, it's not. We should mention it's not done. Yeah, it still has to go through antitrust and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, how do we feel about this from a games perspective? <laughs> no Monopoly fans, huh? No, um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a, it, it could be a good thing, but it also, there's a lot of questions still in play. And there's a lot of questions about if Microsoft can clean house and actually make it a place that people want to work at. And right now, no one really knows. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, it's, Bobby uh, Kotick's still there. So and he, yeah. he, he'll he'll be there at least till the transition goes through. Yeah, so and even then, it's know, not really clear how it's going to work. Say. But even even if he leaves, he's going to earn almost four hundred billion dollars. Sorry, four hundred million dollars as he leaves. So he's not going to walk away poor. Good for him. Great. Yeah, you know, yeah, he deserves it. Truthfully, he he'd have to trip and fall and lose access to his Cayman accounts to to walk out of that any poorer than he already is. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like unfortunately, there's not many outcomes to the situation where he doesn't make out like a bandit one way or another. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, there is that aspect of it. The whole yeah, the whole the whole like business side of it too just seems really like out of touch by Microsoft. Like because everything that was going on with with Activision, like aside from you know the few like sacrificial firings that happen Mm -hmm. it's like it kind of sends the message that you can be a toxic company for years and years and years and still walk away with 6.8 billion dollars 68 68 no lessons were learned that day but you remember the fact that microsoft bought it for the price it did because of the the issues they got the price went down to a point where microsoft could buy it because of these It, these, it would have uh, been more exactly. Yeah. I mean, not that Microsoft would have not doesn't have the money to pay out oh, yeah, hundred billion dollars, but yeah, in the business world, you want your 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 shareholders to be happy and all that. Uh, it's just it kind of feels like that old adage of like, oh, it's like it's like the you know the company with all the problems or like that boyfriend or girlfriend who's so oh that she, they're so trouble. Let me fix them, and that mm. you know that never works. Uh, maybe it will work out well. <laughs> 
in a, in, in, in this situation. But I, the thing that sort of jumped out at me from a, you know, we're talking a games perspective mm-hmm. is these Activision properties that, you know, mm-hmm. might not have had games coming out and now have a chance. Like what the, I think the twice for Bob team was doing all call of duty yeah. uh, recently. That, that was the announcement. People weren't happy with that. And, you know, Microsoft running the show, they'll have more people to work on it in theory. Uh, Guitar Hero is a game I like. I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, the, Bobby Kotick mentioned in his interview that it might come back. So well, from I mean, a game's perspective. I just loved Bobby Kotick's interview because even just like excerpts, it's just like, yeah, people ruined it for us. Like they, they, too many people put these Toys to Life things out. I'm like, yeah, I wonder, I wonder who did that. It must be really hard for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skylanders made like, you know, trillions of dollars, maybe billions, but like, uh, we only made billions of dollars. Uh, they killed yeah. our cash cow. How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> Toys for Life NFTs? Oh, How has that not happened yet? <laughs> or are they, or were they the real NFTs yeah. all along? Let's not no. give the industry any more ideas. <laughs> but it's, it's, any... it's on a whiteboard somewhere in some. <laughs> yeah. Just know it. Uh, so what I've seen a lot of just going works. through like uh, comments on Facebook and and things like that is. Um, a lot of people getting pumped for World of Warcraft coming to consoles now. They're like, that's coming it's happening. Xbox it's coming to Xbox. We're going to be able to play with the controller. Life is good. I'm like, I don't know about anybody else that's ever played World of Warcraft, but I have so many keybinds and macros that it hurts. Oh, yeah, no. And I don't know how I would survive on a controller. I would have to, like, mouse and keyboard from mm-hmm. the couch, which, like- by the way, is not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. It, I, if I we want to be, like, like so hyper skeptical and like excited for the video games like you know maybe we could see like warcraft spinoffs you know starcraft spinoffs because remember ghost was supposed to be a thing how many years ago hearthstone Um, on xbox come on yeah hearthstone on xbox um but you know me ever the cynic i can't be super excited about the prospect of video games on xbox a because i don't want one and b because it's like you know it's it's this thing that bothers me, and it bothered me when they bought Bethesda, okay. or you know they bought like Zenimax. It's like yeah, you, bought, know, um, you look at. I think they. I don't know. I think they bought Bethesda, or did they buy Zenimax? I'm actually not. I sure think they bought Zen, Zenimax because Zenimax owns. Bethesda, what else does Zenimax do? Um, I think they own a couple other game studios too. Didn't they own like THQ or some shit? No, like, they did not. Okay, I, I got my yeah. <laughs> no, I, I could. I thought they had other like holdings underneath them as well. Like Bethesda was just they like might. the big name one. I, I thought Bethesda is. was the big name. Batman. Yeah, because uh, uh, Obsidian too, I think, was part of Zenimax. Nope. No? What am I getting? My, I don't know. You got two strikes. You got one more, Jordan. I'm so. just throwing out names. Yeah. I'm going to go You're to Google real things. quick. Batman. So I'm like a fool. Who is um, that? Was <laughs> was or what? Huh? Id. Let's go with Id. Id, Arcane, um, uh, Machine about. Games, Tango Gameworks, and uh, Zenimax Online. Chris, Google's faster than the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, so are there any Activision, long dormant Activision titles that you guys are like, I mean, oh, here we go, this is the chance. There's a lot of Activision titles, because remember, they own all the old Atari game, like the early Atari stuff, like Pitfall. Yeah, but didn't Atari just come out with a new system? Well, I mean, like, not more... Atari, I mean, like the Activision was one of the big releases of Atari games back when the Atari 2600 was kind of a big console. So they have like, as I mentioned, Pitfall, um, I'm not sure. I I say, all, like all the Sierra stuff, like they own all like a Space Quest, Police Quest, King's Quest. Um, 
Do they? Because the yep. King's Quest game that came out not too long ago was published under an indie studio. But I believe, let's find out what unless happened. unless King's unless Quest is right here on Activision's site, the yep. complete collection. Okay, then unless if Activision owns the rights to the, like to the name Sierra, like I know the developing company it, was um, the odd every, gentleman. Um, everything that was Sierra, they own. Okay, so they own Blur. Uh, Caesar was that uh, that um, like the real time strategy game type thing. Interstate 76, King's Quest, The Lost Vikings, Overwatch, you know that one. (laughs) Singularity, the Tenchu games, Time Shift, all the Tony Hawk series, the True Crime series. You're just reading all this now. (laughs) (laughs) I know people are freaking out about Call of Duty. Yeah, like yeah. flipping right out. Yeah, that's um, a big thing. Fantastic. Yeah. There's there's an annoying thing too because Ted Chu was a really good from soft like ninja game, and now yeah. it's like, oh, you ever want to play it again? Buy an Xbox. Allegedly. Um, yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, if- but they said again, they said that with Bethesda, where they're like, oh, we're definitely not going to make Elder Scrolls console exclusive until they did. They, yeah, haven't, but- they haven't said that one yet. Well, Phil Spencer has kind of been like. No, they said yeah, Starfield is going to be exclusive. They haven't yeah. said anything about. Um, I know. I know they said Forspoken too is going to be. I think they'll definitely exclusive. pick and choose with this one, right? And it's yeah. like, do you spend seventy billion dollars on Call of Duty to a not have it exclusive on your, you know, PC? But yeah. then on the other side, do you spend that much and then you know, cut out PlayStation, cut out maybe Switch? It comes to probably yeah, not. Yeah, you it's, need it's... To cut it two different ways. Like they're going to make money if it's on PlayStation yeah. still. So do you want to alienate a big chunk of people? and hope that they come over to your Xbox mm. or your PC, or do you want to just, you know, take what you can, profit a little extra over there, mm. and leave it as is. I don't think that they're going to take all the big titles that, that belong to PlayStation, or at least are shared with PlayStation, yeah. and be like, nope, they're ours now. Suck it. Well, Certain things for sure, yeah. But yeah, like with COD too, like the bigger, like the lion's share of sales are on Sony platforms. Too, yeah. So, so. It, it, and a lot of the people that play COD aren't going to switch systems. They'll just go to a different game if they make it so they can't buy yeah. their system. So it would be a- now here's my question. Is it Call of Duty um, that has an exclusive release first on PlayStation? Yes. Okay. So what you might end up seeing is games get released to Game Pass first. Or they get like exclusive content, like they'll have extra levels, things like that. Yeah. PlayStation has that with Fortnite right now. Yeah. But more importantly, of the fact that um, Microsoft is smart and look at this way Minecraft is released on everything under the sun, and Microsoft owns that for the last long while. Mm-hmm. And they keep releasing it on different platforms, and they have been since its release. So I don't see them being stupid and cutting out major money-making pro- uh, platforms, because firstly they look like the bad buy really quickly. Yeah, and I, yeah. I guess the other side of the coin is you're looking at um you look at the Bethesda acquisition, and those are single-player games most of the time. Yeah, I'm not sure about Starfield because I don't pay attention, but uh, <laughs> you know, like like you know, Overwatch Two definitely gonna be multiplayer. You got it. Yeah. You got Call of Duty definitely multiplayer, and whether you want to like cut down the player base too, like if you have cross play in those things, mm-hmm. you want to you want to alienate it. I don't know. It's there. Microsoft's gonna be fine either way. Uh, I, I think that's the bottom line. And these games are gonna get released, and mm-hmm. the only way to guarantee that you're gonna get them is to either have an Xbox console or a PC. Yeah. What yeah, I exactly. what I am kind of curious about what's gonna happen is the Overwatch League, because that's been kind of left to kind of squander, and they kind of force try to force that into existence. And it's something that Microsoft really hasn't put a lot of effort into esports. So I could see Microsoft kind of like slowly letting that die because I don't think anyone wants to see that kind of go forward. 
because it is yeah. basically a money pit right now. There's there, there's talks of it, you know, get rid of the league and then hold, you know, tournaments and regional yeah. things, and <laughs> invitationals, you know, teams still exist. But mm. uh, I mean, the Overwatch League is a thing where they're switching to five on five, five v five for the next season, yeah. which is apparently happening in April. Um, none of the teams have played five v five as of January, and they had to make all the they had to they had to sign six players by January first, but they couldn't play Overwatch two. So they're signing these players based on like, hey, how they do in Overwatch one. Who knows if those skills will carry over? Who knows yeah. what the balance yeah. is going to look like? So it's just such a strange situation that Activision has sort of created. And now Microsoft is taking over, which makes it even more nebulous. But uh, apparently sounds- in April, we'll see Overwatch 2 being played by pros. That's so by weird. pros that have never played it. Yeah, Overwatch 2. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to play pros. it real hard right off the bat and be like, well, I'm, I'm a pro. I was <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the fundamentals are the same. But no, yeah, I can, yeah. I, I've never played Overwatch. I'll I'll say that before I say anything else. But um, playing games like World of Warcraft or any MMOs that I play, I know that season to season in those games or expansion to expansion, everything changes. So I can't imagine going from Overwatch to Overwatch Two and just being like, "This is fine." Yeah, and it's, it's, it's the players in Overwatch League are used to silly things changing on a dime yeah. and having to adapt like uh, originally they had like no hero locks where it was like you could have five winstons or you yeah. know like five of one character and then they had like we're banning these characters so i the good players are going to stay good it's just strange to be launching a new season where you don't know if your team's going to be like great and it's just yeah. like i don't know but yeah. who knows i mean like i, I think overwatch 2 overwatch league is going to come out and i think i think they might invest in it as a marketing tool for overwatch and be like hey we have some Twitch drops for this. We're yeah. going to let you play it early, play the beta. Because we don't know. That game seems like it's at least a year away at this point. Because 2022 you know, is like not we, happening. We know very little about yeah. the new... Like, is, are there going to be more characters? Are they going to change the yes. gameplays? There's at least one more character, Brendan. They've, they've, showed, they've shown her off. She's Canadian. Hey! Her name's Sojourn. Oh, right. uh, yeah. There's a new Toronto map. A new game mode. And, uh, you know, uh, a, a, couple, a couple things here and there. But... Right. Yeah, it's uh it's still a very weird situation. And I think Mike, Microsoft's in, and I did an article on the site this week about how Microsoft's inheriting a lot of problems. And I don't know what they're going to do with it all because yes, Bobby Kotick might be leaving, but they're still they're going to need to clean house. They're going to need to go through all the human resources, figure out who's reported who and kind of go just go through everything. Also, Microsoft it doesn't want to have a union-based developments team but all these all these studios are now wanting to unionize so Microsoft's going to look like a real bad guy if it comes in like nah no unions yeah and you, yeah. And you can't give unions to one one of the people you own and not everyone so it's- exactly mm-hmm. i wish that we had somebody here that was like hardcore xbox alex i don't know your your system uh, I, I just play i don't know i just play games i ha- I, I ordered the xbox fridge but I don't okay. have an Xbox because I was like, oh, you know, gamer fridge. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah so it half counts. But no, does it no. also flashlights? It does yeah. flashlights. Do you have yeah. any lights? No. Um, <laughs> like, I know out of the five of us, I'm probably the most Xbox dedicated, but I own it all. I think mm-hmm. I have four different switches at my house right now. It's a problem. Um, so I, I'm not really that. I'm literally fussy. using a switch as a prop for my computer right now. You are. I am using an Echo Show 15 box. Like but, um, Xbox, Xbox remote? Is that? There you go. Does that count? Yeah. yeah, like I'm probably the closest to like a dedicated Xbox fan and I'm just kind of excited to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we could go into 
the politics of it all, and that's a whole different story. But it, it's also interesting because I was looking at, um, like, I thought Microsoft was a bigger com- bigger game company than Sony. But even after this purchase, it's still Tencent, Sony, then Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, Tencent. I, I was surprised by that, too. How I thought Sony was big. I didn't think it was that big in gaming, but apparently it is the How- second biggest game entity in the yep. world. I mean, I guess I, maybe in terms of like, I guess like, um, like subsidiaries, because I was initially Studio, like, it's studios, it's um, publishers, yeah. they own different publishing arms. They also yeah. own, remember, they have a lot of mobile things that we don't think play, uh, was it Playism? No. Mm. Aniplex. They own Aniplex, which does a lot of those weird gotcha games in Japan. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing you, is, like, uh, what Activision? Sure, it's the games, but it's also uh, you got Candy Crush, right? And you got yeah, is it Zynga who uh, Zynga. Who Candy King. Crush? King. King. Oh yeah, Zynga was bought T- by Take Two. Other time, Take Two bought Zynga. Yes, yes. Oh, so many buys. Great, great. But yeah, Candy Crush <laughs> is like. I mean, I haven't played it in five years, but I'm sure it's as did. much of a cash cow as it as it was back then. It's still very uh, popular with the boomer generation. And we're sure, definitely yeah. going to see like Overwatch Mobile. We're going to see World World of Warcraft Mobile mm-hmm. or some sort of experiences where they're trying to take mm-hmm. it, put it on mobile, make it free yeah. to play, and then. Well, I mean, there's already Call of Duty Mobile in. It's available here, but it's also huge in Asia. Oh yeah, hmm. well yeah. yeah, battle royale games. What is it? PUBG Mobile is just like the king of that genre, yeah. and it's just for some reason, but. Yeah, like to me, it's, it's like the like Microsoft saw this this house with a with a rotting foundation and said it's free real estate. Like yeah. there's so many problems, not just in the like office culture, like all the scandals that have been going on, all the mm-hmm. all the problems that have become into light recently. But like a lot of the franchises are kind of stagnating, for lack of a better long word. Long in the like, tooth, maybe. Long in the tooth. Like Call of Duty is progressively getting lower and lower scores. It's still well, the top that of the sales charts, but Microsoft knows how to take a game and give it the time it needs. Activision, sure. on the other hand, will try to churn that as many times as it can until it just makes no more money. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been playing Halo Infinite well, and I can kind of disagree with that point, but multiplayer is still very I've heard good. that too. Multiplayer is good, but it's like they launched without anything that made yeah. Halo. It's I heard but, yeah, like, the stories are real. Like well, and it, it's the question of like that like old myth of the you know the act the, the blizzard like special sauce and the special touch that is and a now, lie. Well, and as we learn more about this company and you know allegations yeah. and harassment mm-hmm. and all this, that's disappeared, and now it's like with Microsoft buying it, I don't think, you know, there, there never was this, yeah. you know, idealistic or an idyllic uh, a blizzard, but does a, does a studio lose identity when it's also acquired? And is that a bad thing for Blizzard, whose identity right now is like, holy heck, we're on fire yeah. from the inside I mean, out? I think if you look at Bioware as an example, where people thought as they got purchased, the people that made the studios the studios have left over yeah. over the years. So yes, they had a special sauce, but if you look at Anthem in the case of Bioware, they rely on that kind of, oh, we're this gate with this studio. We no matter what we do, it'll, it'll be fine. And that no longer works. And as you lose more and more talent that makes these games, I hate to say auteur, but something along those lines of where it these people helped build these experiences and build the culture, good or bad. And as you lose that, you really lose the core of what makes the special sauce in these games. And when you're looking at, when you're looking at, uh, when you're looking at Activision Blizzard, yes, a lot of the people that were kind of chief among the abusers were 
the ones that left, but those were also the people that headed up Diablo, they headed up Overwatch, they headed up, the Overwatch guy didn't do anything bad from what I know, but he did leave uh, Blizzard. He left, but, yeah, a couple months before the yeah. storm. Yeah, Jeff uh, Kaplan but, saw the writing on the wall, I think, there. But you also <laughs> people that, wow, a lot of those people left. So, yes, they're all kind of on life's what making them making themselves work, but are they really the same thing? Other than that, it owns those IPs and it owns those franchises. How many people that made these things reality are still there? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. And I think for like Overwatch, especially, which is going to like from 6v6 to 5v5, there's already things yeah. about like, will it feel like Overwatch? Because such a special thing was synchronicity between roles and you're getting rid of a tank. And it's like, mm -hmm. this is more of an arcadey and more like a brawly game now. So you're losing that. You're losing Jeff Kaplan, who's the visionary behind it all, basically, and you're losing a lot of people in it. And there's this stuff going on. So I don't know. Like, I think Guitar Hero, if it comes back, will be fine because it's like put music, put notes. Oh my god, what music would come out if Guitar Hero came out right now? A lot It of... would be like stuff from the 2000s. Oh yeah. god. Good Charlotte yeah. would come back, guys. Oh, oh my yeah. god. I, I do want to put one thing out that I didn't realize till this week. Did everyone know that Harmonix was purchased by Epic? No. Alex is the only one. The rest was like, I don't yeah. They're, <laughs> they're doing in-game events for Fortnite. For, yeah, so they're doing musical events. I think it was like two months ago and it was like, okay. a, it, but it was like, you know, it was kind of like under the radar and I read that and it was like, oh, Rock Band's dead. It's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, Rock Band's oh, never coming know. back because it's now, how many weird Fortnite dances can you get in the game based on <laughs> harmonics? It's like, we made, it, we made Rock Band and now we're putting flossing in Fortnite. <laughs> mm, flossing. Awesome. Yeah, the, the the Bioware example too. Like, even if the people stay on, if there's if there's pressure from above to make games outside of their wheelhouse. Like, Anthem is not Bioware's wheelhouse. No, they, Bioware they know... got famous off of like making very in depth RPGs, like Mass yeah. Effect and Knights of the Republic and Jade Empire, and then they go, "Hey, or make this like Destiny clone." Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay, that's not really our thing, but okay, we'll do it. And then got thrown under the bus when it failed. But I'm going to throw up Halo as we brought up earlier as an example where. Bioware no longer works in Halo. Not Bioware. Uh, Bungie no longer works in Halo. Yeah. Uh, but what made Halo f is a serviceable, well-built game, but it doesn't feel like the Halo of old. It feels like a new experience built on that framework. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's been, I mean, like, I, I can't really speak to Halo's history on, like, how good it is, but uh, I remember a lot of my friends were like, oh, you know, five, ooh, not very good story. Four, <laughs> uh, it's okay. And then with Infinite, they're like, oh, you know, the multiplayer feels good, and it's also like you have people who grow up playing these games, playing mm -hmm. Halo, and they have an idea of what the feel is. And it's hard to reverse engineer that, but we have people who are talented and like love the core of what these games are. And now yeah. they're like working on them. That can also, I, I don't know if you'll recapture that that special sauce, as we've been saying, but you know, you can kind of get make, make your own one that's like based on it. And you're like, oh, you know, it tastes pretty good too. But my, my point for that is smooth, guys. how much <laughs> is it? Um, like a special sauce or kind of re recreating that and how much is it basically a fan recreation of what they loved about like a, like a yeah. greatest hits of the things they loved. And, about. And sometimes you get creators coming back to like, you know, you, you got mighty number nine. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, we're going to make a mega man. And it's going to be modern and it's going to be everything you loved. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you're in a different state. Games are in a different state. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different ball game. And I don't know. It, it's game development as hard as it is. And, you know, to throw in all this acquisition stuff and, yeah. and, 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 you know, everything's happening in Activision Blizzard. It's like, who knows if they'll make another great game? Probably, but uh, will it be 
you know, it's 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 an end yeah. of an era, and it's an era that is, in retrospect, a lot seedier and a lot worse than you know we we thought a year I'm, ago. I'm I'm going to throw it out there that people for a long time thought Blizzard could do no wrong. Yeah, and this is the kind of showing how leaky the ship was up to the point, <clears throat> and how much there was going on that was kind of gross, um, as you said, seedy, or just kind of hiding how much problems there were at the actual studio by just releasing, hey, this game looks great, cool. Let's forget all the problems that went into making it. And you had Warcraft um, Reforged, and you saw how much that project was bungled and how much people loved the original Warcraft 3 and how by just ignoring the fans and ignoring what made these games good, a great property can be completely destroyed. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of danced around this a little bit, but um, yeah, one thing that distressed me when the news came out, not distressed, but disappointing me when, when the news came out was that uh, Bobby Kotick is probably staying on. Now, That's it's a business thing and whatever, but do we really think he's going to be gone after the transition happens or... Um, I Let's play some good. bets. I think he's going to go, but he's going to go slowly on his terms when he feels like it. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be in a way that makes him feel like he looks good, and it's going to be a way that's going to make him a lot of money. Yeah. yeah so is. the general consensus is that they're going to sweep things under the rug and let him write out. Yeah, yeah. that's kind yeah. of he's, he's going to handle the transition, yeah. and then they're going to you know make a nice video of all the highlight reels that Bobby Kotick uh, you know had all the harassment he let stay, and they're going to like put it into a nice supercut <laughs> with inspirational music. It'll be wonderful. The, the the main argument I saw against it was oh like you need the head of the of the company there for the transition, like you can't cut a head off it while you're while you're doing this. But at the same time, yeah. in this case, would it not be better? <laughs> like, um, would it not speak to? Well, Bobby Kotick's intent to fix things when they have I mean, control. If you looked at um, there was a report about like Bobby Kotick kind of did an all hands on deck meeting, and everyone said he kind of seemed disengaged and didn't seem to like really worry. He showed up late. Yeah. To, if I'm not misunderstanding. So basically, and everyone's like, I don't feel comforted at all. What's going on? But it's clear that he's checked out. He's done. He's doing the things he needs to do to kind of say, Yeah, I'm still CEO for the next year or so. It's good. Mm-hmm. But you could tell he just wants to get in his private yacht and do something else. Well, I mean, same. Yeah. Just so we're clear. They yeah. could have a private yacht. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I guess the difference is you're not like the CEO of a company who's had, like, you know, you shit know, ton of harassment. Right. I guess there's yeah, slight like differences, harassment. Alex. You also the fact that um, apparently he was, Bobby Kotick was trying to not have it sold to Microsoft. He was really trying to find a different buyer, trying to find a way to kind of push right. it in a different direction. But he lost so much of the support of the board hmm. that even though they kind of support him enough that he has enough sway, they're like, no, we're going to take this deal. We, yeah, we're going to do out. whatever the opposite of what you say is at this point. <laughs> we're just going to go. But Allegedly, they, yeah. They might not fire him, but they were definitely like, we're going to take this pile of money because, <laughs> because we like money. Also, and, danger here. And why wouldn't you want to be purchased by one of the biggest console holders, right? Like, if Nintendo or Sony comes knocking, you shouldn't turn that down. Like, apparently, yeah. they, like, there's a lot of talk about other people uh, suiting them, and I want to know if Sony was one of them, but there's no word right now. But it I feels would... like an arranged marriage. I don't. I don't Isn't know it what's though? Anymore. It pretty yeah. much is. 
But I, I'm really kind of curious if Bobby Cotton is like, hey, Sony Biden. I'm like, yeah, we're good. We're kind of okay. Probably this, fine. This, oh no, not Call of Duty though. <laughs> this does suit Microsoft's kind of MO recently, mm-hmm. where they've just been trying to the way I see it, they've been trying to just be a thorn on Sony's side. And you know, this is a perfect thing. If they do take away at least half of these properties, yeah. that's a huge blow to Sony. Or if they at least give some huge advantage to the other properties they don't take mm-hmm. away, that's a huge blow. Um but yeah, like more- I, I I don't think Sony would have made a move per se because it's not really something they need to do. Like they've been kind of acquiring the studios they've been working with as they're working with them. Yeah, that's the thing. Microsoft they basically power leveling its way to being with the biggest player in the scene after the xbox one launch that kind of really caused them to kind of lose a lot of sway they're now like what if we buy everyone then we will be the big- biggest you guys remember we don't, that we don't have to make our own exclusives if we yeah. just buy them mm-hmm. yeah they had that one e3 where they were like they didn't really show anything but they were like here's all the studios we've acquired and it's like oh this is kind of boring in the moment and now it's like you know years later it's like oh they, they bought are. some there studios that like, they bought the studio that did uh, we happy few and I'm like, why did you do that? That was a bad game. And their first game was bad. So It was a mediocre game, Brendan. Yeah. So it was not, well, meh. Yeah. But the point is, like, they bought some things. I'm like, why did you buy that? You could have just done something else or made a team of, like, a new indie team and brought that up. But they bought all this weird stuff. I'm like, I guess that's cool. It's, real it's just good to have. Yeah. Yeah. You, you never know when you'll need you, you happy few in your back pocket. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, I did like the, the um, Ninja Theory purchase. I think it was a great purchase. Beyond that... Um, oh, Bleeding Edge. The yeah. Game of E3 2019. Yeah, yeah that was good. They wow. did an interview for them. They're like, yeah, we're going to just kill that. We that gave them a... a... I think it was an honorable mention. They have a picture with it. They look very happy. So Yeah. And nice like, dev team. No, they were super nice. Like, yeah. the people in Ninja Theory are great. That game was just ill-conceived. And it, didn't, it had, like, it was trying to be basically... Overwatch, but on like with more stuns. It was all melee focused, so it's like you would get stun locked fo- and you'd sit there for like thirty seconds and die, and it'd be. And like, then also you all really on like hover bikes or hover. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah you, you're like skating, and it's like really cool. There's yeah. a lot of ideas there, and I don't think all of them were well thought out. Yeah, as it happens. Um, yeah, this also kind of brings me to the point I wanted to bring up is that a lot of people are talking about like how Sony can respond to this, but. Mm-hmm. Do they need to? I mean, they they took a huge stock hit the day after, but like, you know, there's a disconnect. There is a disconnect between investors and what they see and yeah. like the actual business of it, right? Like the gamers don't <sighs> care, but certain things the investors care about. So, like, does Sony need to like snap something up, or you know, what, what is... are they going to say? It's fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. It's fine. I it's think fine. Sony is going to have to purchase some studios. It's going Microsoft. to have to. But hasn't that been? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's going to buy much. As... <laughs> this is the long game. Oh, I just. There's it. always a bigger fish. There's, this is the the roundabout. They've just been lurking. Just <laughs> I think they're going to buy some like indie studios, or they're going to buy a lot of mid tier studios and kind of try to build up their roster. They have, a, as I said, they are the second largest in the world, but they can always be bigger. True. Um, yeah, there was a there was a tweet going around about like remaining independent companies that could be snapped up, like you know your Square Enix. Um... I don't think Square Enix. I think Square Enix is a little. I mean, then again, I said that about Activision Blizzard, but you know. <laughs> doesn't get much bigger than them. Like that's one of the biggest uh, conglomerates. But um, yeah, no, there's a post going around, and like half the list was like uh, Japanese studios. Now I, I don't Konami. see. Microsoft. I can see them do Konami. But then again, I also can't see Microsoft actually successfully moving on any of the Japanese companies because there is a bit of like a social yeah, stigma around having like a Japanese that, studio owned by an American company. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. I think Sony could do it. I don't know if Microsoft could. I think 
Sony could come in with a much lower bid and still make it happen. And mm -hmm. I think Microsoft would have to put a lot of dollars on the table to make it happen. I don't think Microsoft's going to do any big purchases at least for a year or two. Because this is yeah. going to, this is probably using a lot of their war chest to kind of get this going. Yeah, I mean, and I, 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 I just don't see that Sony needs to make a huge move because these things are going to at least remain multi-platform. Like a lot of the business will remain multi-platform just inherently by having those Japanese students remain independent, right? Like so long as Square Enix and Sega and Konami are, well, not Konami because they're only doing pachinko machines, but. Um, I could see Sony doing a movie on Konami. That's one I could see. Sony, that would be a slam dunk, I would think, because then if you can bring back those licenses they're sitting on, mm -hmm. speaking of dormant licenses, Silent Hill and uh, Castlevania and all Silent that. Silent Hill, Castlevania, you have um, uh, Zoe, uh, Zone of the Enders. You have a lot oh, of right, yeah. you have a lot of titles that Konami is sitting on that they're doing nothing with. Bomberman, yeah. I think, is Konami, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, was it? Oh, Hudson Soft was doing it at one point, I thought. Hudson Anyways. Soft was was doing it, and Konami, I think, bought, uh, like, ended up buying Hudson yeah. Soft, or they acquired the license. Yeah, because the Super Bomberman R that launched on the Switch was mm. a Konami title. Um, um, they, the Metal that shitty arcade-like pachinko thing with the sexy anime girls that was, like, quote-unquote Bomberman. <laughs> that, that was weird. football. It's a great... Great game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the some screenshots from that going around, people talking about all Contra, this Frogger. Contra. Yep. Frogger, plus, that, that, that's what we need. Plus, let's not forget that they're, Sony's on good terms with Kojima. Yeah, they're behind a lot of these big franchises. So, you know, you could potentially see a Metal Gear Solid revival with Kojima. You could. If, yeah. if Sony was to do that. If Kojima so. would ever go back to Metal Gear Solid now. I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah. I could see him giving his blessing to someone else doing it, which is not economic. Yeah, if, if Sony absorbed Konami and like made it, it like its own thing or like changed things around in there, I could see maybe Kojima coming back if the if certain aggravating factors yeah. were removed. I'm sure they, they could persuade him with big sacks full of cash. The only other one I could see beyond that would be Square or Sega. Yeah, Sega 2 could use could use the boost. Square Enix is doing pretty well for itself, but again, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's weird because Sega's working really tight, tightly with Microsoft because they Relic did their latest um, Age of Empires game, and that's owned by Sega. Hmm. And Total War is owned by Sega too. Yeah, I think Sega's doing fine on its own, though. Realistically, they don't they 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 have enough strong properties to not necessarily need to be mm -hmm. like purchased by anybody. Like they could still like like again like how many bad Sonic games have they put out and still not really felt the hit from it you know like I mean they earn a lot of money but they are not at the level of an Activision so if Sony wants to buy someone just to increase their roster Sega Konami or Square would be the ones I'd go for if I were them. Uh, Progenitor mm. on Twitch mm -hmm. says no Capcom. Capcom's, uh, Capcom's the bigger out of the Japanese companies. Capcom's the biggest right now. So they might be the ones in better position to do some shopping. Yeah, because yeah. um, Capcom has all the Resident Evil franchises. It has all the Mega um, Man, Mega Man, Street Fighter. I thought you said Lego Man. Yeah, like, Lego, man. <laughs> I need Lego Man. Lego Man. But then again, Konami is also kind of the most siloed of the companies. Like it yeah. has a lot of properties, but they're all kind of its own thing, and they have a very unique look to them. Yu-Gi-Oh is huge for them, though, right? The, yeah, no, that's, that's Konami. Yu-Gi-Oh is Konami. Yeah, yeah. I know so much. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> it was it was Jeff Keighley who like tweeted this list out. Uh, but the other big game companies that could be acquired: uh, EA, Take Two, Nexon, Take Bandai Two, I don't see Embracer. Yeah, Embracer would be big, but that's a massive. In a, in a better world, I think we would 
have less companies controlling more, especially the gaming yeah. sphere. And like, you know, they're, they're still going through antitrust thing, which I mean, they'll get through that, but it's just like, yeah. if, if this ends up being like, you know, you know, that game of rock, paper, scissors, where yeah. you're playing in your class and like, if you beat someone, chooses then they, then they join you. Yeah. And they, well, don't bring a gun. <laughs> <They're>, uh, <laughs> they join you at the end. At the end, it's like 20 people on 20 people, rock, yeah. paper, scissors. I, I hope we don't get that in the game industry. But it I looks guess, like that's where we're going to. I mean, Embracer Group already owns a lot of stuff. They own THQ. They own uh, Deep Silver. They own um, oh, what else do they own? They own a lot. Too uh, much. And Take Two just bought Zanga, so I don't see them doing anything right now. EA Take Two and Embracer have been snapping up stuff left, right, and center the last couple of years. Yeah. So yeah, EA is just kind of sitting pretty because they are one of the biggest game gaming companies right now. They were or are as big as Activision or a bit bigger. They have FIFA. That's yeah. That's all you need to say. <laughs> oh, they might be losing that, right? They might be losing that property. Oh yeah, I thought they were losing the rights <laughs> to teams, but not maybe that's FIFA. Right. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Licenses and yeah. Um, but the out of the ones that are probably not as big as those, I think Capcom is the biggest out of the ones, and I don't know what they're going to do with that. Well, of, of, of Jeff's list, the only one that makes any sense to me for Microsoft, and again, to Alex's point, we definitely should not be seeing any more monopolization, but that's, let's face it, it's going to keep happening. Mm. Um, Ubisoft, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, I could see Microsoft doing that. Speaking of like buildings that are on fire and free like, real Ubisoft estate. Ubisoft been fighting being purchased for a long time. Like uh, Vivendi was trying to purchase Ubisoft for a while. and they Yeah, were going that was there. a couple of years ago. Hmm. Yeah. That recently... So, so I don't think Ubisoft's fighting getting taken over by anyone. They want to stay independent. So yeah. they're the one of the ones right now that I think are hardest because they the owners control so much of the shares. Mm -hmm. Um EA, I think the same thing. Square or one of the Japanese companies, I think it'd be a lot less work because if Sony bought it, a lot less antitrust stuff to go through to get make it happen. Yeah, there's not a lot there for like Microsoft's market and Square though, either like with all the JRPGs that they do. It's just that's never been a thing for Xbox. Um, so if they were to snap that up, it seems like Square would be really resistant to that because there's no prospect for them. There's no market share there. They've been doing some token releases for for Xbox systems, but I really don't think that's any market they're really that invested in. Sure, but if they bought Square Enix, they'd be invested in it. So you know, well, it's, 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 it's the easy fix. You just <laughs> just buy Square Enix, and suddenly you can do whatever. And then, you know, you buy Nintendo, and you're great. I don't know. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, so suddenly we do JRPGs now. Yeah. Money solves all problems. It doesn't. Yeah, doesn't create any. Just and it gets Dana a yacht. We discussed this. Right? Yeah, Dana yacht. That is a priority. I would say an ethical yacht, but I don't know billionaires and uh, anyway. But here's one thing I want to just point out, just quickly, just to kind of be all political for a second. Oh, good. The the cost <laughs> of well. the cost that cost that cost Microsoft to buy uh, Activision is more than the value you need to solve world hunger. I don't want to solve world hunger. I want to play video games. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I have a snack. What? I'm yeah, sorry. that's, yeah. Too yeah. Too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does put in perspective, doesn't it? That can yeah. go very just, far. Just pull that out there for a second. We get rid of Activision and all their problems, and we solve world hunger. Mm. Like, can't we do both? That's mm. so what you're saying. So you should do the world thing. hunger thing and then profit. Play, PlayStation exclusive, solve world hunger. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> you're at e3 not this year but next year and sony comes on stage and they're like we've ended world hunger and, then, and, 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 and the journalists are like uh, i guess and then they announce like the new god of war the third one they're like yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Insta word, good old Clement, says, uh, feed us PS5s. <laughs> they could sustain us. That's true. Jordan, did, did you ever end up getting a PS5? That saga was no. heartbreaking. Well, I guess no. it still is. I, if it makes you feel any better, I I played what, two games on it. So yeah, I don't. I I mean, I got a chance to play a PS5, which was cool. Um, I like I play. I pretty much played like in a weekend. I played all of Astro's Playroom, and I really loved it. Um, nice. Yeah. No. My my uh, currently my my money has had to be redirected in a lot of uh, interesting Dalton ways. <laughs> Adulting is the biggest uh, enemy of video gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan just Whoa. bought like a hundred PS4s. That's what <laughs> Profits. Yeah. Did you see? PS100. Uh, Sony is increasing production of the PS4s. And good Xbox for them. Cool. <laughs> well, because they can't make enough PS5s. They're like, well, we'll do that instead. <laughs> yeah, two, two PS4s is about the same as a PS5. So no, you're I, I, I'm not saying a, a PS4 in the bush is worth a PS5 in the hand. Two in the hand, yeah. I, they, I could be wrong, two in the but they're more readily available now, are they not? PS5s now. No? I mean, they, I don't, they were before Christmas. Yeah. Um, Chris but Sony went so that. hard that I, I really don't think they're going to be pushing out too many more into really? stores. The, the, the chip shortage is still kind of a problem. I mean, apparently yeah. NVIDIA and AMD are saying that chip shortage is coming to an end. Uh, They've but... been saying that since I started here. Yeah. yeah Just definitely. a fun fact. I've been at CGM for about yeah. a year 18 now. years. It's, it's, <laughs> been, it's in the best interest to say, hey, we are giving your products out on the market. Yeah. yeah. They're coming. Even I mean, the, the number of GPUs that have been mm. announced let's just say announced in the last day even mm. like i feel we're never gonna see those those aren't actually real yeah they're not real. <laughs> those are pretend yeah, no. made straight to the crypto mines mm. your nft gpus i don't know anything about nfts i'll stop <laughs> that's a whole other uh, they, use crypt, they use crypto mining as well to make it work Let's not, please. I'm gonna to have to leave if we jump into that conversation. I'm gonna go you, let you were asking for the NFT lecture last week, so this yeah, is, uh, yeah. This is the place I'll be laying if we go into NFT. <laughs> well, now I want to because I, I want to see that happen. We, we should bug Jordan now because he's kind of facing away from the camera. What? There you Podcast go. He's minting NFTs live on the show. <laughs> yeah, on. I'm just you know, don't worry about my side job. Why did you Why did you face the camera, Jordan? Always he hasn't been the whole time. Because <laughs> the way I'm sitting right now, my chair is facing my bed, and my legs are up on the bed. Oh no, I feel that you can't mess with that. So there's system. there's no yeah. other. You know what? Like, there's nothing else that you're doing. Got a system. Oh wait, hold on. It I works. Can do that. Yep. Uh, no, my legs are too short for this. Oh no. This sucks. Short leg problems. Um, yeah, so Capcom came up earlier, so uh, there, there's my segue to talking about how hey. Resident Evil 8 uh, officially won our CGM's Reader's Choice uh, Game of the Year. Yay. So it did. To them. I have uh, seen parts of that game. I have seen <laughs> the tall woman. Yes, uh, I've seen a lot of her. That everyone wants to be stepped on Actually, by. Actually, that was one of my early news stories at mm. CGM, was Aww. writing about her. Because I'm like, I feel like I'm mm. the only one that can write about her and not have it look like I'm just talking about some hot girl. <laughs> For the record, I talked about some hot girl. She's beautiful. But um, yeah, Resident Evil definitely, definitely. Did won. you want to kind of talk about how the decision was brought? Sure. Mm -hmm. That was a me problem, isn't it? Um, okay, so the way that we did it this year, uh, we took votes. We had thousands of votes, which was really exciting. We weren't sure how it was going to go. Um, we took our top three from mm -hmm. the um, 
viewers, readers, readers votes. <laughs> and then we voted internally through CGM. So our top three were Forza Horizon 5, Resident Evil Village, and Halo Infinite in that order. Forza actually technically won the viewer vote. Um, but between CGM, it came out with overwhelmingly by uh, by Resident Evil on top. So good times. It's that tall lady helps you get to the top of the pile. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. I'm still kind of shook because I haven't played the game. Mm -hmm. I am still shook that she is a very small part of the game, but she was their yep. entire market. Yeah, she's only like about two hours in the game. Well, it's a short game. She, she, you know, she does a lot with a little time. Like, I think yeah. she's like 10% yeah. of the game. She she, then she's gone. You don't see her ever again. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. Halo got robbed, but we're not here yeah. to talk about that. Well, so did Metroid Prime. Or Metroid, Metroid Prime. <laughs> Yo, you don't even know what game. No. Jordan voted for uh, Animal Crossing for another year. I did. Yeah, three years <laughs> in right, a row. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't on the ballot, but... Uh... Three consecutive years. <laughs> but if enough people write it in... True, <laughs> mm. it, it uh, becomes... Let's go, Nook. <laughs> uh, Clement says, uh, join for the tall vampire lady and stay for the duke. I'm going to assume that's people fair. that have played the game knows what that means. Yeah, the weird oh, yeah. large man <laughs> likes giving you stuff. Is there a large man that gives you stuff? He's got no... no uh... Is it candy? Does he have a van? He has a trailer, a wagon. That's not better. That's not wagon. better. Did he's just like, he's like the, the merchant from 4. He just shows yeah. up and he's like, what are you They know each other. <laughs> oh. yeah, so yeah, they do. They All reference right. him at one point. He references him at one point. <laughs> uh, progenitor asks, sorry, I don't know how to say your Twitch name. Is it the Insta word? He's. I'm getting yes. yelled at. For yeah, giving up. I don't know why. I read Insta World every time I see mm. it, That's so fair. I gave up and I gave away a secret identity. Well, um, <laughs> Progenitor asked, "Did Metroid Prime win Game of the Year when it came out?" I don't even know when it came out. It would not have no. because we were not CGM didn't exist. Yeah, but like other games of the it year. won a Game of the Year. At I'm sure it won at some point. It and yeah. uh, you know, by the power vested in me by five people here, we're giving it a retroactive Game of the Year. There there Metroid okay. Prime. For the year it came out, so I like get it. A like, whatever year that was, a lot of it, it was. Good job. Yep. You get a sticker. We'll make you a little badge. Mm. It'll be fine. Uh, actually, IGN gave it uh, the best GameCube game of the year. So yeah, that was a while ago. That was like 2017. Tw 20 years ago. I don't know if my brother is still watching, but every time I think of the GameCube, I think of Pikmin, and I think of my brother. So you all know. Aww, because good. he would let me sit in his room silently and watch him play watch. and if i made a noise i had to get it <laughs> that's a familiar anecdote i've heard people drop that my brother and i are seven years apart so i was not allowed <laughs> to exist uh <laughs> anywho, but anyway but yeah uh, thanks to everyone who voted in that yeah uh, yeah we had really a really good turnout. turnout yeah um yeah also while we're talking best uh this week we crowned or since our last episode rather we crowned our best movie and series yep. of the year as well oh um, is that my job again it is sure take it okay uh we had a lot of um good options for best movie uh we had dune Candyman, uh shang chi mm -hmm. uh pig with nicholas cage just so you know Apparently it's really good i know it's uh, something that is blowing up our Twitter right now is Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, which I kind of yeah. want to watch. That was done by Lindsay. Did the director retweet that? I don't know. A whole bunch of people, but none of it is in a language I can read. So I it is definitely in Japanese. Um, the French Dispatch, Tick, Tick, Boom. I did that excellent movie. If you haven't seen it, mm. please go. I've watched it twice. My six-year-old <laughs> likes it and probably shouldn't. Uh, in the Heights, The Unforgivable, also heartbreaking movie. But our big winner this year was Spider-Man No Way Home. Which now, having seen it, 
it's it's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. Yes, I think it's the creator of that movie. <laughs> okay. Brendan is doing a deep dive on Twitter right now. He'll yeah. come back. It'll be fine. Uh, oh, oh. Who here saw Spider Man? I've seen it, yeah. I have not because it. of hard to go to cinemas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not allowed to at all. Yeah, now yeah. we can't. It, it, it made me start playing Spider Man on PlayStation 4 again, and I'm glad Alex is here because that game is still annoying. Still <laughs> I, I just had flashbacks. Oh, oh. You before, you? Yeah. No, no, that it's was so the Miles annoying. Morales. Okay. Yeah. He's he's he, he's not a PS5 guy yet. We're we're getting there. Okay. Well, I have yeah. it. On, I have it on PS4, but I like I sort of like started playing it, and then I held, and I like stepped away from it, and then I was kind of like, Are you maybe I it? should finish the first spider-man and, and go back to it and it's just like re- I, again i'm getting all these like horrible flashbacks of like hey you know what would be great in this game about being spider-man stopping every five minutes to be mary jane wouldn't that be great well I, jordan play miles morales because it's like eight hour story it's yeah tight. it's, 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 it's tight all you get to be is spider-man because oh, that's you get my to, dream game you you Spider-Man, and yeah. then one random dude but you're just that's walking straight for like six hours it's good i don't want to be random dudes i want to just be spider-man i was playing remastered the, the remastered version on the ps5 last year and it really aren't those sequences aren't really that long <laughs> they're um, when they happen every other friggin mission just, yeah. 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 just finish the battle mission. pass in fortnite be spider-man and you don't have to be anybody else if you don't want to I, the swinging sucks realize... fortnite, sorry because i guess i didn't see that many people talking about the fact that it pulls a like prototype and like halfway into the game just like fills the entirety of new york with people with like sniper rifles and rocket launchers so it's like hey here's the one like really fun mechanic we built the whole game around wouldn't it be great if we like interrupted that every five seconds and made it a nightmare like that's great well then you guys towards the end of the game and yeah I just, oh, I just I hate it. And why? Why say. are they all? It's supposed to be like like a week or something after they all break out of prison. Why are they all still wearing orange jumpsuits? You don't think one of them would have got a new pair of clothes? When you find your style, you you hold on. When you look good, you know what really grinds my gears. Oh, so annoying! I hate it. A weekly second, Biordi's gears. No big, big, big win for for Spider Man. It could have been nothing else. I think it's just such a good movie all around. It's like it's it's not easy to juggle as many things as it was trying to do. Uh, but it did it very well. Um, I was scared. I thought it was going to come out like one of those. Uh, what are the other movies? Like they're called like, Valentine's Day, mm. New Year's Eve, where it's like every celebrity on the planet is in it for four seconds. I thought that was what was going to happen. I was really impressed to see. I'm going to go no spoilers here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really impressed to see that it wasn't just a jumble of flashes of things. Yeah, see, no. Now there I want to see real... the MCU actually do one of those movies. Like no one's like it's just all the characters out of their suits. Celebrating mm. some Hallmark calendar. Holiday. They're getting together for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, uh, Disney Plus Christmas. <laughs> oh, MCU's right. Arbor Day. There you go. Um, <laughs> the other one that we have that came out was uh, Best Series of mm. 2021. So whether it's streaming, TV, all that good stuff. Um, our list this year consisted of The Witcher Season Two, mm-hmm. uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation, uh, The Beatles Get Back. Dexter, New Blood, Dope Stick, English, Dope Sick. Doctor- that's barely English, anyways. I'm doing okay. <laughs> uh, Doctor Death. Uh, beyond, beyond, why am I in charge of anything today? Behind the attraction. Uh, Loki. Uh, 
the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I don't want to talk about it. It was good. Uh, and our winner was Arcane. Um, Yay. I am not an anime fan myself. Nothing it's not against anime. it. It's by my French studio. Actually. Okay. Animation fan. Yeah, it's like the French. I think it's neat because it is like it's half done or partially done hand drawn and partially done 3D. Yeah. And they blend the styles really well together. Hmm. I yeah. just didn't care enough about uh, League of Legends to like watch to be fair, it. And I've heard. I don't either. But yeah. they make it. Yeah, that's the thing. I've. I've heard that it's like really good, even if you don't know it anything is. about yeah. League of Legends. I mean, it's, so I was it's just like depressing as hell, and some of the scenes are just like gut wrenching the way they do it. Like, there's some aspects that they just say, "Oh, there's no way they're gonna do that." No, they definitely did that. They did that thing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mental found... illness is being tackled. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Thanks, Riot. Uh, but I found the uh, I found the faces to be a little ugly at first, but then as soon as yeah. you get any sort of like water or lighting or like like the the effects in this in in the show in terms of like sweat on, on people's foreheads was yeah. just like it really like elevated the, the the animation the story's a really good one too so i mean some of the violence and some of the the blood effects and things of like that really do feel a lot realer than i was hoping for from an animated thing yeah like uh episode three has some moments that it's like oh that happened Okay, yeah. that was much more graphic than I was expecting. Cool. cool That's cool, definitely cool. the episode that made me keep going. Right, the first yeah. two, I was like, oh, you know, it's fine. I'm like, I don't know, not really attached to this. And then after the third one, it was like, oh, this is a really cool piece of animation. That and I, I liked how they did it. They had like kind of every three episodes, a major thing happened that kind of pushed it forward. So you had the first three that kind of was the first arc, and it ends in a kind of a horrific scene. Then you have the set, the the next set of three, and that that ends in a really weird way, and then the final three kind of just push it all the way up. Rule of thirds. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and again, this was like seeing how this launched to such a, like immense traction. Yeah. This was kind of a giveaway. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. that all being said, I say I watch them like maybe I'll get into League of Legends. Then I look at League of Legends. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, no, I don't no. need to do that. You don't need that toxicity in your life. They have, the, they have the other uh, Wild Rift game or something, right? No, they have uh, Valorant. And I thought, oh, maybe Valorant's in the same universe because it has a similar art style. Not connected universes no. at all. No, no. Valorant's a slightly less toxic version of CSGO, but it's got that CSGO in it. It's got mm. it in there. So do what you will. All right. All right. Well, uh, some other stuff coming out today, actually. There's, but there's a lot of big games coming out. Mm -hmm. Elden Ring, Pokemon Legends, Arceus is out next week. Uh, which mm -hmm. means that we're starting to see leaks come out for these things. Yes. Um, Pokemon especially has been like a like a leak. A, a just yeah, there's some definite <laughs> holes yeah. in in the in the wheelbarrow here because uh, there was a lot of leaks, but they came out before Brilliant Diamond and uh, Shining Pearl came out. Someone had physically had the game in their I mean, hands. Right now, somehow. I think in um, Mexico, they just shipped it to people. <laughs> so is is that where the yeah oh wow it's, okay. an, it's not really a leak at that point if it's it's just okay it, there. Are apparently some like stores in um i think it's mexico or other parts of um south america literally just shipped the game to random people they're like i guess i got the game two weeks early cool that seems nice. yeah less of a leak cool. than a damn busting yeah yeah and, and and we get that sometimes where like hey a game will like, amazon will deliver your game a day before it's done yeah or, or it's supposed to be out it's like cool but like yeah, with a big game like Pokemon out, out what, a week a week ahead of time. Uh, but you know, it's just hard to imagine because Nintendo is usually so tight with this stuff 
but imagine with like the pandemic and everything else, they just like, okay, get it to stores. It'll get there eventually. And it just kind of shipping worked once. And it actually <laughs> <laughs> it's worked. Oh no. Yeah. The ongoing exactly. societal breakdown has pushed Parkmon uh, Legends Arceus into people's hands already. Yeah. Uh, I so, think yeah. Um, something that I saw today was the new Lego Star Wars <laughs> game. I don't know the proper title. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Lego Star Wars. Lego Skywalker Saga. Skywalker Saga. Yeah, there uh, were too many names there. Um, <laughs> that that game, a, a distributor leaked the release date mm. before people knew it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It's fine. Yeah, totally fine. At least it wasn't me. We're good. Also, yeah, <laughs> a really pretty trailer for Star Wars, and then a really damning Polygon article about like crunch oh, yeah. and 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 you know bad <laughs> yeah. stuff. At, at... Then, oh, yeah, so that was an opera. Yeah, <laughs> when I interviewed one of the game like uh, producers. Yeah, when E three was still a thing, and it's a Lego game. So yeah, that say something. I, I I got a minifigure for watching a video. They're like, "Is this yeah. game's almost done?" I mean, pandemic, yes. But then I guess it's pandemic plus crunch plus. Uh, like I think it's 2018 is when I talked to someone about it, and they're like, "Yeah, it's almost done." I'm like, "Cool." It's a Lego game. That's a. Uh, I mean, they are doing a lot of different things than the yeah. original. I guess what seven games, but it's also yeah. like it's built off that stuff, and it's this is the fifth year that it's been. Yeah. Like, it's, it's taken five years, which I don't know. I find that interesting considering that you talked to them in 2018 about that. They said it's almost done, but Rise of Skywalker didn't come out until 2019. So, like, did they push it back for one of these delays? Because, well, so they apparently, it was 2019, though, right? Uh, I think I saw it. I think I saw it at 2018 when I talked to the person. Then they showed it again at 2019. 2019, yeah, yeah. You saw you did you saw a gameplay thing, and I saw they had a trailer, and I talked to someone about that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And they so were while Rise of Skywalker was in the editing bay, they were showing you. Well, they were saying they saw early parts of it, so they had an idea of how it was going to work out. Yeah. And then they say, "Yeah, it's it might be DLC, or we'll figure it out." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Uh, they don't need to worry about that anymore." No. Yeah, no that that ship has sailed fully. <laughs> that mm -hmm. movie has been out and on video and forgotten by a lot of people um, for some valid reasons. Uh, anyways. <laughs> All this is to say is that uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus has leaked uh, all over the place and people are yeah. got some real reactions to some of the new evolutions and of course the the, <laughs> the decks that is included in the game because people were questioning what was going to actually show up in the game proper with it being based in an existing region with its, with its own national decks. Um, I've seen a little bit of the leaks. Uh, I can't say I love the designs I've seen, but it's, I, I also don't feel this is the right context to see these things in. Yeah. Um, has anyone else seen the leaks? I don't know. Which laughing. One? For Elden Ring? Uh, yeah, because I was laughing because, uh, you know, because I, I, when I saw all the people getting mad on, uh, on Twitter, I, I, I just tweeted uh, a picture of the Hisuian Typhlosion, and I was like, "Girl, this baby game for children makes me so angry." Like, who the fuck cares anymore? Honestly, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, oh, sorry that yeah, this little this game for babies is making you this angry, like. It's like you know. Says the, anybody says the king this of people. This is the worst like, thing. Yeah. yeah, the worst so thing that could happen to today. You know, I mean, number one, it's like I'm just because I get I'm I'm so tired of like these like you know like toxic Nintendo fans who can't get over like Pokemon and and Animal Crossing. Like, okay, you know, get mad about Spider Man, fine. Like, but it's like really Pokemon of all things. Like, people are really mad because Pokemon. the game that's set like 
hundreds of years in the past has Pokemon that look different than the ones you liked. Like, yeah, and, and it's a Pokemon game that's like change. doing different things gameplay wise drastically. Mm. So it's like exactly I'll let, you know sure that they might not be the prettiest game but that's not why i'm playing pokemon like let's see how the gameplay's like and i guess i can but i'm gonna i'm gonna wait till uh, i i pick it up myself because i don't want to get spoiled. but even like even to make the argument that it's like they're not the best looking games it's like it's like pokemon all these dumb people who who you know post videos and articles of like oh my god some guy made pokemon in unreal engine nintendo take notes it's like Pokemon has an art style. It has a very iconic look. Why would you change that by just slapping it into Unreal? Like, every, and it looks like every other stupid game that's out there. Like, yeah. Why, yeah the... why, why make it the same as everything else? I don't understand. Our normativity has got to be the way to go. No, this one's looking a lot better too. Like, people were kind of bagging on the graphics when it was first revealed. Uh, they, re they released a new uh, extended game pay gameplay preview trailer last week, and it's shaping up nicely like I kind of figured it would. Mm -hmm. um, while I don't love some of these designs I'm looking at right now, it's it's like I'm still very excited for the game, and I'm sure I'll appreciate them more in the proper mm -hmm. context. Um, yeah, like it's shaping up to look quite nice, so I'm very curious to see what, uh, what a reviewer thinks of it next week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of complaining that Pokemon games are too easy, or it's like the same game you played. Every day, you know, every year for the last what 20, 25? 20, too many years, too many years. Uh, but come on, this one's actually different. This is like something the first <laughs> spin-off game we've gotten since what Pokemon tournament, which isn't that long ago, but it's a Wii U game, so people forget. Um, and, and the the funniest part about that too is that like it's like it's exactly the thing that these crybaby fanboys have been begging Nintendo for for God knows how long the open world Pokemon game and they're still not happy about it like there's no pleasing you well okay they're not happy but they're gonna buy it like yeah of course <laughs> they're gonna buy it they, they weren't the happy about Shield they still bought it like this, this is this is the cycle right this to come back to Star Wars actually like Lego Star Wars um, people wanted. Star Wars to be different. Force Awakens is too much of the same stuff. Last Jedi comes along. Oh no, not like that. That's comforting and familiar. Ever. A better yeah. Way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but not like that. Uh, hmm. And then Rise of Skywalker is like, what do I do? Do I do I play it safe? Do I do the? We just we, we just have to be the worst, I guess. We Let's went play too it far safe in one direction. and also go too far in every direction. Do we, <laughs> do we go too far? Do we play it safe, or do we just let J.J. Abrams make an Indiana Jones hmm. movie? Why not? Let's go to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring back um, Palpatine. Everyone loved him the most. Somehow we'll bring him back. <laughs> Ruin everything. <laughs> he returned. Speaking of Oscar Isaac, actually, uh, this week we got our first look at Marvel's Moon Knight series. Um, yeah, Mo Moon Knight's kind of like a, a deep pull from the Marvel catalog, uh, kind of in the same same vein as like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like this isn't something that the mainstream people know about, but like comic fans are very excited for. Um, so, what did you guys think of the trailer? Did you guys catch it? Is he a mummy? Because <laughs> that's what I got from that trailer. He's a mummy. Uh, it, I, okay, so before I knew what it was, I didn't even register that it was associated with Marvel. I was like, Disney, because I get an email about these things. And um, I probably watched like four seconds of it. And went, this looks spooky. This isn't Disney. What's yeah, happening? And then I got distracted Definitely. by something and found out later, that, oh, this is the new Marvel thing. Yeah, I now. I don't know the, the Marvel TV shows I haven't been thrilled with, and like even the movies recently, I've kind of been like, uh, eh, not as excited as I was like, let's say five years ago. But I think that's a pretty common thing, other than like. But you know, is it 
Spider-Man and his way home. Saturated at this point. Oh, hundred like, percent. The Marvel stuff that I don't know about now, so yeah. that's nice. But throwing the Marvel name on it is almost deterring me to a point. Yeah, I was like, not. oh, this looks kind of cool, and I'm like, oh, it's another it, one. It's and definitely I over it. oversaturated, but it's also like. I'd be cool with the Moon Knight thing if it actually feels different and it's not just like the Marvel tone, which you know what, like it works, mm-hmm. but it's also like it's the tone we've gotten for such a long time. So it's like, if it's if it's actually if it's different, I don't know. I, I don't think it will be so. But mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac, I like, and he mm-hmm. needed another paycheck from Disney. So. Yes, mm-hmm. he does not have enough. No, he is mm-hmm. not good. Give him everything. <laughs> Give him all the paychecks. He's fantastic. He yeah. can have mine. Um, I yeah, I. I, I didn't love his uh, his accent the first time I saw the trailer. Then I watched it again and was like, okay, this is growing on me. Like, I could see this being better in extended more than just, like, trailer sound bites. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the the artistic style of it kind of reminds me also of, like, the, the Netflix shows, which um, kind of had a more universal appeal and, uh, like, Daredevil especially. Like, I'm getting some of that, some of those vibes, which is good for what little I know of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, very curious to see what comes up out of that one. Although, does anybody know a lot about Moon Knight? I never really read it in Moon Knight. Uh, he's, he's, only... he's got a lot of personalities inside of him. He's got a lot of movies, <laughs> Legion. apparently. He's got some problems. Isn't Legion the one that has lots of personalities? Legion yes. is the X-Man. Who was yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah, but this man is also more personalities but it's like it's, it's like from different <laughs> lives and it's like yeah, i don't know stuff, anyway and legion is just he absorbs yeah legion is like an omega level mutant plus he has schizophrenia so that manifests different powers yeah. to each personality okay so he's, he's like a, he's like he's a xavier's Raven. son yeah he's 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 uh charles son like uh, he's xavier's okay. son um but yeah with a phoenix level power plus that <laughs> was a I never, I never understood. A lot what, I never understood what Legion did. I just knew he was powerful. He, he got I, I think he does show. everything. Okay, it's called Legion on Fox. All I know is that Moon Knight <laughs> was in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I think one and two, and that is the extent of my knowledge. He's probably okay. in three too. I imagine. No, was is he in three? I, I I'd have to Google that. I don't. That's a again. That's a deep poll for like uh, Ultimate Alliance three, which was I think leading a little bit more into like the Marvel movie side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did kind of go that way, didn't they? Um, yeah. No, I I've seen Moon Knight pull up in a few comics that I've been that I've read over the years, but it's the kind of thing where he's like a guest role, mm-hmm. so not really like enough to like wean any information about who he actually is. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like lesser known characters might allow them to take new risks with storytelling that marvel might not have you know they've gotten comfortable with stuff that works and sells so mm-hmm. it's like i don't know if they'll change that with moon knight but that being I said mean, eternals that was something different yeah <laughs> that, 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 that wouldn't have sold if it was a traditional yet. release uh, I should watch that. yeah just don't go into it you don't have a lot of energy because it's a long one. <laughs> oh, yeah i watched it uh, on the weekend and it was uh fine but long I saw another journalist like tweeting oh, about well, it did. and noticed that he tweeted about it the next day. He's like, okay, so I finally finished. <laughs> okay. We're like, yeah. my, 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 my wife and I were watching it and uh, like halfway through it, she's like, oh, this is almost over, right? No, we have an hour to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we two, still had people to meet. <laughs> and two, after, two after credit scenes. So yeah, exactly. stay to the end. No, uh, it's past my bedtime. 
yeah no it's funny like what 15 years ago it was like oh my god after credit scenes and marvel and what are they building and now it's like there's so much that it's like you can like some you cannot like some but it's okay i know that we haven't been able to go to the theaters in a while but does anybody else like watch people leave the theater in a marvel movie and get like legitimately annoyed no because you know because spider-man has two and i knew this because of our writer Mm. and uh I'm watching, like, some people stayed for the second one, some people didn't, and, like, it, when they just get up right away, I'm like, but are you new? Like, See, do I need to tell them? Yeah. This is the thing that I think annoys me in the other direction, because now it feels like like Marvel movies have trained us to just expect post-credits at the end of every movie. Yeah. So, like, I can't remember what movie I went to see. I think it might have been, like, Frozen 2 or something, and, like, like um... <laughs> My, my girlfriend at the time was like just like waiting in the theater and i was like okay like let's go like it's mm. frozen what post credits what they're gonna throw at us like Thor's hammer <laughs> just like <laughs> just, oh, no there's, there's there's there is a post credit scene in frozen 2 do you know this like rapunzel shows up and says i'm i'm, I'm here to talk to you about the princess initiative <laughs> the princess initiative no i guess i must have missed that <laughs> I, I don't know the whole world is blown now this is what i mean I, it's like you can't just watch a movie and, and just like expect that it's like over when it's over now it's like yeah, every yeah. marvel movie has basically like embedded our brains you have to sit to the very end which i guess is like you know, uh, like people made the movie, so I, at the very least, you should sit through the credits and, and see some names. But like, I'm a yeah, I'm a big soundtrack guy. So like, I I mean, Marvel kind of trained me to like stay, but now mm. I like I just stay to be like, oh, like you know what? Let's see what it is. Or like, oh, was this made in Quebec? Oh, Ontario, yeah. <gasps> Australia. Oh my god, that's so cool. Another Georgia, yeah. But then I respect people who go to Marvel films, and as soon as it's over, they leave because they respect their time. And I'm like, someday. <laughs> not yeah, I'll catch it on YouTube. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I say the lights come on, and I'm still like, no, you can't. And if you ever miss it, just check out cgmagonline.com because we'll uh, we'll fill yeah. you in. Yeah, the, 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 there's Maybe. always someone putting on YouTube as well too. Like, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you catch it somewhere. Some TikTok shaky hand now. cam of, of someone. Uh... You can have it on your phone by the time you get to the car. <laughs> it's yeah. Fine. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Uh, as progenitor alluded to in our chat room too uh unfortunately after the trailer dropped uh, some news came across that one of the actors in mood night mm-hmm. and apologies in advance i'm probably gonna butcher this last name gaspard uliel uh unfortunately passed away in a skiing accident uh just i believe the day after the trailer dropped um, yeah so a little bit of a sad yeah note for that yeah. series when it debuts yeah no good um, did any of you catch uh him in the hannibal uh, hannibal series or, i mean i watched uh, hannibal so i Definitely have. I just don't remember who he was in the series. Let's go find out. Do do. Watch me Google slower than Chris, everyone. Um, I know uh, Progenitor in the chat knew who he was right away. I did not. Uh, Halo Rising actually wasn't uh, the actual Hannibal show. Okay, Hannibal Rising. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, he was the the um, like young Hannibal, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Okay. Yeah, I saw him. He did things. You know what's kind of neat? Uh, when I looked at IMDb, like the day I found out that this person passed, yep. there were only four credits for Moon Knight, yep. and now there's six. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen this this person in anything, but I'm worried that I'm going to fall in love and then be very very sad at yes. the end. So I mean, he he he. According to these pictures on uh, Google, he looks great with a cigarette. Apparently, because he has a lot of pictures of him smoking. <laughs> well, Everyone looks cool. With French, a cigarette, isn't he? right? That's just he's very French. He's yeah. exceedingly French. Yeah, go to go to France. 
they probably are. <laughs> I promise, I've been there, I've seen it, it's real. <laughs> so he, he's playing uh, Midnight Man in Moon Knight, and I have no idea what that character's all about. Don't know. Basically, we have nothing to say about this, but we just want to note that it is sad. It is exceedingly sad. It is. Sad times all sad around. Times. Um, yeah, so to move on to, uh, to the other non-news section of the podcast, uh, here we'd like to talk about our reviews and impressions of things that we got to experience through the magazine for previews or reviews uh, in the last week. Um, I actually got to do an uh, official hands-on preview for Total War Warhammer 3, which went live on the site this week. Um, I'm very impressed. Uh, I'm not a big Warhammer fantasy person. Like I played the, the Warhammer 40k, the sci-fi grim dark tabletop game, and some of the yeah. games that have come up through that. So I had enough of like a knowledge of the lore to like understand who the chaos gods and all the stuff I was seeing was all about. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, and I, I very quickly got drawn into the one war turn kind of RTS style of, of it so much so that mm -hmm. I almost forgot about the actual like unique objectives for it. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a neat little hand on session because we got a, like a like a media presentation beforehand where they announced there was going to be an eighth faction added to the game, which was like a big surprise thing out of this preview, which was the uh, the demons of chaos faction. So, so chaos is going to be in it, or chaos as well as the demons of chaos. So yeah, now this time the four different chaos god factions mm. are in it as their own distinct armies but there's a fifth one which is like represents chaos undivided um, okay so he represents all of them or none or like individual ones depending on how you how, on, on how you play mm. so you can you can choose to dedicate settlements that you make to say corn the blood god the, the really violent uh, god of combat in, in in the warhammer universe um and then you get access to certain specialized units from him or gear for your commander mm. the demon prince that reflects that um, so then you can kind of curry favor with a, a particular god or all of them and like mix and match. It's a really customizable like RPG type of element on top of all the real-time strategy stuff, which I thought was really cool. How did they handle the kind of the eldritch look for the Chaos Armies? Did they kind of capture that? Yeah, so the style is very much present. Um, and actually to speak of the Demon Lord's uh, gifts and the things you can unlock for him based on your, on, on your decisions, like I, if you look at the, at the story on the website, um, I, I, towards the end of my, of my demo time, I had just every different god represented in my build of the character. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, it's a very unique <laughs> blending of styles. Um, yeah, it's something that I, I could easily replay multiple times in the full release when I don't have a, a fifty-turn limit. And uh, okay, that's not very much. Okay. No, it's not very much, especially with the, with the, with the game modes that we have. But mm. um, you know, I, I could easily replay this faction alone multiple multiple times just to mix and match and try well, what if i do this one particularly this time or what if i try to really balance everything out um which is a lot harder than it seems based on what i played but um yeah i know so there's a there's a unique condition based on the story for the game where you're trying to go into four different dimensional rifts that pop up mm -hmm. throughout the game so i spend most of my early turns trying to do all the typical like civilization real-time strategy type stuff of building my nation up and building mm -hmm. units building military and all that stuff but then all of a sudden there'll be like a rift opening somewhere and all the factions go running to get into these rifts and steal one of the four sort of key souls you need to get into the final area okay. so there's this whole other like multiplayer um sort of goal on top of it all which really elevates in my opinion above like the slip of civilizations in terms of like mm. game complexity um 
Yeah, so that was the one faction. The other faction was uh, Grand Cafe, which is more of like a Oriental style, like draws a lot from uh, Chinese mythology and things like that. Um, they're keepers of this, basically a stand-in for the Great Wall of China. <laughs> That's the best okay. way I can describe that it. Um, yeah, so and they, they have their own cultural sort of mechanics. Like, so they don't have the, the Chaos God cosmization, obviously. They have this, uh, this caravan mechanic where you can send caravans across the game map. Um, to do diplomatic stuff, make money, raise resources, stuff like that. Um, each faction that I like, uh, each of the two factions I played felt like an almost mm -hmm. entirely different game within this really? game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was very impressive in that regard. And the campaign map is massive. Um, but I also suck at the real time battle stuff because I, mm -hmm. I tried to do a few battles. And uh, as a rookie, I was just getting, just getting rolled or not really making a difference. <laughs> so, that's fair. Something to check out in the law in the full release, but uh, yeah, it's looking very good um, a month out from release. Very that cool. was my that was my experience this week. Very cool. Um, who else who else did stuff this week? I can talk about Ollie Ollie. You yeah. can. Um, so this is by the team Roll Seven, who did the original Ollie Ollie games, along with um, no, what was it? Uh, what was it called? I forget what else they did. Um, I'm looking it up as we talk. Uh, you talk, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really fun because they, I, I love the fact they kind of, the original Ollie Ollie games were really much uh, based on a very hardcore kind of Dark Souls-esque side-scrolling platformer type thing where like a single bad move could just set you back to the beginning. They really kind of eased up the stress in this one where they made it a lot easier to kind of jump in, try different things, uh, see how it all works, try a different thing, get your get kind of uh, worked to how the game works, how the game plays, and learning all the different moves. And I think they did a great job with that. Also, the art style is ridiculous, and that's always fun. Nice. And I love they, they take the lore of the game so seriously, even though they're spouting nonsense skater lingo <laughs> the entire time. Uh, they're like, you must become the, the wizard of skating so you can communicate with the skate gods and make sure skate. that everyone on this skate on this plat in this area can communicate and work and become the greatest skaters i'm like this is complete and utter nonsense but i love it there you go so, the not a hero. that was the other game the chaos gods of skateboarding <laughs> it, but I, I do love they have like eat there's like i think it's four or five different skate gods and they each have their own little parts on the island and they each each one of the gods are good at one different thing. So the main guy, like the first guy is good at like standard skate things. The other one's good at tricks. The other guy's good at like um, jumps. And you kind of, so it all kind of has each different section of the map have different things you have to kind of really master. I think that works really well. And it really is, yes, very much so, but more 2.5D over um, full 3D. And there's no like Tony Hawk stand-in character, like, Honey talk or something? No, I mean like there's the, <laughs> state, the old skate wizard that's retiring now. Yeah, and then there's like a, a group of people that kind of like, yeah, you're the next skate wizard. Let's let's work you out. And they're all ridiculous. Like they're all just like they basically look like someone skate like you know those doodles that people make on the back of their like textbooks in school made manifest. So if you like that, great. Textbooks in school. Hmm. Yeah. I like uh, it. 
Did you uh, never like doodle like skateboard? I can draw. I couldn't afford textbooks. You've seen me try yeah. and draw. <laughs> it is not good times, people. <laughs> no. One of them is just that like six point like S that people yes. used to draw. I don't even think I can do that anymore. <laughs> That's like a lot of I still doodle hearts mm. as a thirty-three-year-old woman. Um, and I like to draw tornadoes because they are a fun squiggle. That's what I got. Mm. Can't argue with that logic, yeah. But either way, it's um, really fun, really easy to get into, and the the art style just makes it ridiculous. Like, who does not want to jump through an ice cream cone, man? Let's be clear here. Sounds refreshing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alex doesn't apparently, but other than that, I hate fun though, so it's yeah, fine. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anybody didn't see that comment, I feel Everyone you need to. Uh, Kahari Taylor wants to donate. I missed that I, as well. I, uh, I messaged asked... me in Slack after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I asked if it was all of ours or just Brendan's because he was the one talking at the time. Mm. I think he's famous. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what have you been up to this week? Um. Well, I've been uh, sort of revisiting for the sake of uh, a feature article, um, Grow Song of the Ever Tree. It was a kind of an interesting looking game that caught my eye because it was like kind of, you know, like farming sim. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does a lot of like interesting stuff that kind of like sets it apart from just like more like standard uh, farming sims like so you know you're like a you're like a, an alchemist who is on this this you know magical realm called the Evertree, and you had a bunch of people who went there initially, but then you know and they like they like turned into this big thriving city, but mm-hmm. then this thing called the Withering happened, and all these like thorns showed up, and it started like eating away at the at the, the heart of the Evertree, and this like the magic you know which was like called uh, the song which is like kind of just like literally a song that generates magic. As one um, So oh, you're like this, you're like this last person who stayed behind uh, with, uh, with your trusty um, sentient copper pot and book. <laughs> like that's literally it. They're like, they're like essentially like you your explain parents. This, you're just like, this is, um, this is happening. <laughs> Here we are. And, Let uh, me tell you the story. Oh, and your dragon. You have a dragon also. Uh, yes. um, this is so game. weird. So and, weird. Uh, and you fly to different like branches of the Evertree to like start these little gardens, right? So you clear away all the rot and like start like planting seeds and stuff to like form like trees and stuff. It's all very streamlined. It's not like, you know, like your 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 um your basic like harvest moons where you buy different seeds, you have to oh, plant them or whatever. Pretty. Like it's very, very pretty. Um, I played the Switch version, which, like, compared to, like, the PC version, I think the PlayStation version, like, is a bit more toned down. But even on the Switch, it still looks really good. Um, okay. It's got a really nice art style. And uh, so, yeah, so once you start doing that, like, you kind of um, you kind of start gaining, uh, which I guess is, like, the essential, like, currency, which is called mm-hmm. Myora, which is, like, the, the basically the basic building block of the magic. Okay. And... Um, you can start using that to like open up new areas of like the the base of the Evertree. And once you do that, people start coming back. So you have to start like building houses and, and like shops and stuff. So mm-hmm. it actually turns into a, sort of like a like a Sim City style like building sim. That's kind of cool. Um 
So yeah, and so like, so it it has this very like unique mechanic where once you go back to your garden and you start collecting like plants and rocks and stuff, like you don't get those materials necessarily. You have to like take them back to your pot and and like break them down like alchemically, and it gives you different like like elements. And using those different elements, you can like build different things. So it's got a really unique like style to it. It's it's very different, and I was like really like. Um, really engaged by it i was genuinely upset like once i got deeper into it because was like when i started playing it i was like this is pretty neat but it's not really like i don't know it's not really catching me i think it wants to be harvest boo but it's doing weird things um right, and right. then when i saw how much it opened up like i was just like you know because of like my you know just like situation at the time i, I fell behind on reviewing it and it just got got uh, got away from me um I like genuinely felt bad about it. So I was like, this game was actually really cool. And just mm -hmm. like everything, the things that like kept me sort of from like devoting the time that I like wanted to, to it, like kept me from seeing just like, just how deep this thing ran. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, mm -hmm. And it sort of led me to, uh, you know, to, um, to a, a more like interesting article that I'm writing. Cause uh, you know, I noticed how on, uh, on Monday specifically when we had that huge snowstorm, um, I was sort of like looking out the window, like, yeah, I should need, I need to go outside and uh, shovel my driveway. And then I looked at, looked back, and I was like, no, I'm gonna keep playing grow. So I was like, <laughs> I like was like passing up my like real world responsibilities and my real world chores to do chores at a video game. <laughs> so but like, the video game that? chores don't hurt your back. Maybe your it's neck because you're on the and your side. and your wrist. Oh, mm -hmm. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, gotta... there you go. There you go. Plus, Doug put it up and will comply your driveway for hmm? you, so, you know. I live in an apartment, <laughs> and I have covered parking, so I'm sorry for all of your losses. Um, but I did fine this week, except for Brendan's driveway. I get stuck in that. Yeah. So, so do we recommend the game then, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend well, he plays it. it. He does it over shoveling, so clearly it's the, the best game. Okay, or the highest. Jordan, we've talked. Would you recommend the game to me? Oh yeah, yeah, you would love okay. it. Okay. It's very it's, the it's, game it's, to me. No, we're not going in order. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> is it on the Xbox as well? Or no? Um, I don't believe it is. Okay. The good news um, is I have. I think it's switches. just. I think it's just. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just PlayStation. Oh no, you know what? I think no, it is on Xbox. Okay, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Windows, and Switch. It's, it's also on Steam. So if not, why? I want it on Game Pass. Game yeah. Pass is, yeah. <laughs> the best thing ever. <clears throat> yeah, something. Um, yeah, speaking of Game Pass, uh, Alex, what have you been playing? Halo Infinite. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I haven't played the story because I just, it's not on, you know, it is on Game Pass, but I just, mm -hmm. uh, the, the the multiplayer is free to play. Started playing it on, on launch day and have been having a lot of fun because uh, it's, nice. very, it's very arcadey. It's one of those games where you don't feel like when you lose, it doesn't feel so bad because you feel like you don't really control the game too much. And when you win, it's like, oh, cool. And like sometimes you can pop off and play really well, but it's like a nice, like smooth sort of experience most of the time. You can teabag strangers. So, and well, as one good. does, that's the best way to go. Yeah. yeah. And I've you can get cat ears for like $10. <laughs> I definitely did not. Uh, I, I missed it. It, it was, a, it was a limited uh, time in the store, cat ear to get on your helmet. And I missed it, and now I regret not spending ten dollars. I mean, I you get your cat ears for your headphones if you like that. If I after, yeah, okay, cool. 
Um, no, I know Chris had an article come out this week or on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five elements Halo Infinite needs to bring back. Are you a big Halo fan? Do you have any opinions on this situation? Do you want to bring anything back, Alex? Oh, this is my first Halo game that I've actually like played on my own instead of mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I have friends who grew up on, on their Xboxes playing and whenever I played with them, they destroyed me and I was like, someday I'll, <laughs> I'll get my own Halo game I'll be good at. Mm -hmm. uh, hasn't happened yet, but it's enjoyable. So I agree with all of Chris's points though. He's very, very smart. Yes. The old, <laughs> the old tactical yes. crouch. Tactical crouching. Yeah, I, I can honestly say I've only seen teabagging happen once and that was today. And it was really insulting. It's today cool was because you can go invisible, but people can still kind of see you, and then you can tactical crouch on them. So like, it's like the ultimate. See, yeah. okay. and then you turn it off. Halo people, you've got the teabagging, but my life in in Fortnite is all the human setupeding when you're knocked. No, all right, sorry. No, oh. Oh. <laughs> I can't say I've seen that happen. Well, I mean, speaking speaking of Fortnite, I think it's it is kind of weird that thank like, God you Halo said speaking of Fortnite. <laughs> Missed the boat on. Well, yeah, you know. for a second. Well, because I mean, because because again, like it went free to play. It adopted a battle pass, but it didn't bring in like emotes and all those other things that like you know those kinds of games have. So like, seems like they kind of missed the boat on seeing like a Master Chief doing the like. Oh, Halo has emotes. Well, it has more like a before game, after game. Well, yeah, no, like in game. Yeah, yeah. The best uh, thing was when I purchased the cat ears and went, went to my first game wearing them, and my Spartan was just like, "Yeah, and you got your cat ears yeah. on." Currently, the uh, the they, they do free ba free battle passes, so you can like earn to play to earn. Uh, ooh, that's a weird word sentence. Uh, but the current one, it's like a cyberpunk mohawk that's like a hologram, and it like goes up and down, and it's all pink and pink and blue. So oh, I like that. Yeah, that, someday. that might sway me. Uh, Attrition is terrible, Carrie. Kari, Kari, oh, Kari. Kari. Hard. I've never said your name out loud. I've seen it in Slack a oh, lot. So sure. oh, I just... if you want to phonetically put it out or don't. <laughs> or don't. Yeah, attrition is just such a... I, uh, ooh. Ooh, feelings. We have feelings. No. See, I, I, I enjoyed playing it today, actually, but uh, they'll, I was also getting matched up with good teams. Chris, did you just happen to experience everything today? <laughs> no, it's just totally coincidental. <laughs> totally coincidental. I played like three or four rounds of that attrition today, and... When I had a good team or like a solid, basic, decent team, you know, that knew what they were doing, it was pretty fun. But there was round one round where I got where I stopped the teabagging and my course desecrated. Uh, Did sorry, it hurt your heart? Reasons. Do you need help? Um, yeah, no, then I was like, okay, well, this boat sucks, but <laughs> this game's crap. <laughs> this game's garbage. You're all noobs. Destiny. Uh, yeah, no, I, it, it's a fun concept. Um, definitely something I'd play more of if it stays around, but yeah. I don't think I enjoyed it quite as much as the Fiesta one when they did that for the, yeah. the Tenray event and, two and, weeks ago. And attrition, we haven't said, but it's like your whole team gets eight lives to work with. So, like, one person could die eight times or whatever. And then once those eight lives are gone, if you get knocked down or shot down you're dead and then you know players can pick you up so it like kind of turns to that fortnite apex uh kind of thing uh but it from my experience it's very much like yep your team gets destroyed and then destroyed and destroyed it's a two-round thing so you know, are you guys yeah. playing with like people you know on a team i don't know if it's a little squad or whatever yeah like i i've, i played with like them. three other friends on my team so I, maybe i'd be matched up with people who are better than us but mm -hmm. it was just a, i don't know how many I'll, people on our team in yellow just Depends or, on the on or the, in the regular, types. but there's bigger ones. Yeah, see, what, what what kind of sold me on it was playing it with a friend one time, um, mm -hmm. and since then I've been playing it solo just because they can't I can't match up with them all the time. Uh, adult lives and 
kids and things like that. But uh, yeah, no, but like that, that's what got the be kind of catching the bug for this to an extent. Like that's what I, I used to like about Halo back in the day. Like when Halo 3 came out, I was, I was matching games with friends around the world and like trying to find the skulls and all the maps and stuff like that. So it kind of reignited a bit of that spark. But um, yeah, now, now I just want that samurai armor. So that's my big modification, <laughs> my motivation. Yeah. All right. Good times. Hating it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we kind of transitioned into like the general play thing. So I'll I'll throw this out. This game that uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of this one, but I'm playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe a lot this week. What? Because um, uh, my son loves the Hot Wheel cars, and he goes like, "Watch Mario, watch Mario Kart." Oh. Okay, I'll play Mario Kart for you. But... <laughs> Oh, one, one I'll person. take one for the team. And he's picking. He's picking. For, yeah, feel free to drive. He's like, oh, pick, pick bot, pick bot, Bowser. Yeah, bot. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you and, understand no, what I'm Bowser saying? Bowser sucks. I know Bowser sucks. But no, I just I was playing it a lot this week and kind of comment, thinking to myself, this is really is a really well done game, really well mm -hmm. done product. Like, mm -hmm. um, it was good on the Wii U, but like just picking it up on on, on the Switch too is just. Yeah, just really, really solid experience, and I was kind of just reflecting on how it deserves to be as highly selling as it is. Like, it's still the top Switch game ever. You still can't find it in my city, anyways. <laughs> like, mm. I've, I've done people trying to find copies of it, and it's sold out everywhere, and it's brand new. Or so, like, it's, it's not it's the farthest thing from brand new on the Switch. Like, it's a launch shuttle for the Switch. Um, I, I can't drive in games. It doesn't matter if it's Mario Kart. It doesn't matter if it's in mm -hmm. Mario Party. It doesn't matter if it's Forza. It doesn't matter if it's Fortnite. Can't do it. I crash into literally everything. And I, kind promise, of sucks in Fortnite. I promise I can drive in real life. You, My six-year-old could beat me in Mario Kart. You reviewed a real-ass car. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I participated. Yeah. A really big car. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, can't, I can't drive in video games, though. That is not my department. <laughs> no dice. No dice. Any uh, other general uh, play stuff you guys have been? What are we playing? I you uh, are you allowed to talk about what you were playing? Nope. Oh, cool. He was playing something. It happened. Brandon has not been playing happened. anything. Nope. I, you did do the Rollers of the Realm, and yeah. you're allowed to talk. About yeah, it. yeah it's, fine. it's fine. He doesn't want to talk about it. Cool. Oh, you he played um, games. It happened. Mark it down. You weren't, you weren't here for it last week, Dana. I started playing Death's Door. Oh, I did you finally? Yeah, I sucked a little bit more time into it uh, over the weekend. I, I beat like the first like dungeon. Mm. Um, the Come, like coming to Game Pass, spooky cat like mansion where everyone's got like pots for heads. Okay, um, and are you like this was hyped up a lot before you got into it? So how are you feeling? <laughs> no, you know what? It's 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 uh, it's really good. Like it's it just, it reminds me a lot of uh, like Hyperlight Drifter and kind of like Zelda ish. Um, it's uh, a little bit more unforgiving than Hyperlight, mm -hmm. just because you don't really have um, like usable health rip like replenishments. You you know you you start the game, you get like four health ticks, mm -hmm. and you have to sort of like go like whatever area you're, you're in. There's like pots where you can if you find these seeds, you can plant the seeds, and then like once the like once they're planted. Um, you can like use the flower to give you health back, but then once it's there, it's like gone until you die, and you have to like restart the whole level again. Um, so it's like it's kind of interesting that way, in, in the way it sort of adds a difficulty to it. But like, um, 
I don't know. It just, uh, you know, it just, it feels like there's a lot of ways where you can kind of get like stuck in a situation. And then it's just like, you know, you'll, you, you'll go into a room where it spawns like nine enemies and you mm-hmm. like have this big battle, uh, as, as what happened to me. And then I went to this other room where there was like this sort of like mini boss. And I didn't realize, I wasn't sure if he was just like an NPC or like if he was going to become an enemy mm-hmm. and I had one piece of health to fight him with. So I was kind of just like, like, what the fine. Hell? Yeah. like, so of course I died. I had to you know come back, and then all the <laughs> enemies are like reset. And supposed to be a med kit before you walk into like that's how yeah. you know. That's how you know that you're and, screwed. And where and, and where they put where they actually put the the like next pot was like so ridiculously out of the way. Like it was it was a little annoying. But I mean, all in all, like it's it's really fun. Great sense of style. Great soundtrack. Um, really tight controls. Yeah, like I, if, for everything it does. Like the things that it, that it does kind of wrong that annoy me, it does like nine things right, so I can't get mad at it. Awesome, nice. Uh, Kahari says it's such a good game; it will destroy you, but then you'll see your enemies' tells and you'll get it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not like too. I I think I would maybe go so far to say that like it's like Hyper Light Drifter was probably more tricky than mm. this, but like. Okay it's uh it's difficulty like again it comes from like sort of like different things um cool cool i dig it i dig it yeah uh what else i think alex said he was playing halo you're playing he was playing, he was playing kylie ray jepson at some point what? oh yeah yeah i got a record player so i've been playing i got i got a carly ray jepson record oh, go canada <laughs> best pop star on the planet well, she didn't invent herself numerous times, so I have to uh, give her credit. She's have you guys good, ever yeah. seen those, like, they compare actors, singers, whatever, mm-hmm. that are the same age, and mm-hmm. it, like, blows your mind? I think it's, like, Car- Carly Rae Jepsen and Adele are the same age. Yeah. And... No, I think Carly Rae Jepsen's older than Adele. Yeah, something like that. Hey, folks, I thoroughly compare yourself this, to other people. Well, you, know, you, you, want, you, want age. Know, you want to know what's crazy yeah. that I found out? Uh, yes. I'm the same age as Brie Larson. That doesn't surprise me. But it, it surprised the hell out of me. I mean, you do look older, but that's fair. What hurts my heart is when I'm like, oh, Tom Holland, he's super successful and great. And I'm like, oh, he's 12. Sorry, I'll just... I'll go, I'll go. No, no, he's older. He's 13. Yeah. 12 and a half, guys. (laughs) He's a full teenager. Um, I have... Did we decide that I'm allowed to say what I've I'd say not, just to say... Like, literally, we're, like, pumping me up to talk about it before we left. That's rude. I am playing something top secret, and I will be able to talk to you about it after... The middle of February. You can so. you the can middle say of February, that's what February. so if you okay. don't say what you're playing, you can say whether you're liking it or not though, right? That's true, I guess. Yeah. Um I Good think call. I am. Mm-hmm. It nice. is not a small game, so it is taking some time and uh it's it's good. It's it's can interesting. You... Some quests are tedious, but <laughs> So Can you give so us good. a thing like you know? It's like it rhymes with like blooper no. Mario. No, <laughs> we're breaking. It rhymes with George Is that is that the word? No, yeah. she, she she gave impressions and so now she can't. Yeah, now I can't yeah. say anything. I can't say anything. Actually, uh, I believe Miss Cast Joe in the chat has the correct answer: the Smurfs, Gargabel's Revenge. Oh, underrated. It rhymes with our movie of the year, it. our game of the year, our album of the year. Whatever that is. New win, whatever. Yeah. There's a Smurfs game on PS5. Do you guys know that? That makes me sad. It's depressing. depressing. Can you wrap up before I learn about any more Smurf games? Well, (laughs) unfortunately, uh, our next segment is a deep dive into the history of Smurf games. And you can never leave. Um, That's a a three-hour podcast. I haven't played yet, 
And Jordan, you've been you've been sending me some messages about it. I haven't played Fortnite since the update. Mm. Now I called. I know I'm Betrayer. busy with this mystery that is going to take me another month to do. Um, but yeah, I know they brought back uh, Tilted. Tilted. I've which received... kind of still sucks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you want to make it to top ten, just go anywhere that is not tilted. Yeah, and, like wait a minute, mm-hmm. and you'll be it's, fine. Oh my like, god, I actually I had the I had the best game th- uh, earlier today because like I got down to the last two. I'm gonna make and you play, Brendan. It it was me. It was literally me against this one of those a holes who like thinks that they are like the god of building. So like not you know, I would shoot him once, and then like all of a sudden this like crazy tower goes up. And like he just kept doing that, so it got to the point where like the the storm got like so mm-hmm. small that like this the, the like the one little like one pixel by one pixel circle you get is like moving, and I was on the like I was on the floor just like while he was just like consistently building this crazy like structure above me, and then sure enough, <laughs> like he just like poked his head over the corner. I got like one good shotgun uh-huh. blast on him and killed him instantly. I was like. What was all that building for? <laughs> I can't build with crap. And um, I play with, I believe, somebody in the stream, Optimal Push, and he builds like nobody's business. So as soon as I get into a fight with one of those people, you can watch me physically, like in person, just. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just. It, uh... it annoys <laughs> Are we me. Done? Like... Okay, he's over it now. I'm going to just climb up there now. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I'll just be at the bottom yeah. hacking it because I can't. I cannot. It annoys me so much because I was just yeah, like, oh my god! Fun. I was like, what was all of that worth? When literally the guy who just like ran around on the floor saw you for half a second and blew your head off. Yeah, I hope you know you are bad and you should feel bad. And what? And, are I, the and new... I was. What? I was out, and I had I had the victory crown on me at the time, so I got the little oh, t- number good. two on my emote okay. now. I think I yeah. have an, a number nine on that now. How do you? Oh. Squad I don't completely mind. suck. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't play squads. I only ever play yeah, solo, so it's real, a lot squad. easier to get knocked out. And if solo. you go through my wins, I probably have like one solo win just because yeah, I yeah. wanted that freaking umbrella, and then I've moved on from there. I have, I have uh, like zero squad wins. Squads mm-hmm. is the way to go, I think. But I think I have like maybe one or two lot, duo so. wins. Yeah, I do duos and trios, and then when my kid's conscious, uh, we play squads. Speaking yeah. of, uh, of Fortnite, though, let us know if you want to see us play uh, Fortnite on this channel. Yeah. <laughs> These channels, yeah. we could do that. We, that's something we might play do these days. But, uh, and yeah, Brandon should... will participate. That won't happen. <laughs> so, yeah. I get my way. What if we, what if yeah. we get like, enough likes on, on the videos? Uh... If enough likes, sure. A thousand likes of the video, I will play Fortnite. There you go. Heard it right there. Let's make it happen. Twitch doesn't have likes, but let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Likes are, I'm thinking of it our is YouTube, also yeah. on YouTube, so there you go. multi-platform. There you go. Worldwide. Uh, yeah, but that's I, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, if you'd like to uh, read more on these topics, not the CGM Among Us uh, talked about <laughs> in the chat there. <laughs> the, more on these news topics we discussed at the top of the show and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag, you'll find us. And if you have any questions or comments, please send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com and we'll answer them on the show. Alex, thanks for joining us again. Where can people catch you? Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be back in video form. You can catch me on, uh, I guess, Twitter at Alex Hansiuk, but I don't know. Come find me. After the show. Google we'll, it. We'll <laughs> I am in Halo and Tactical Crouch on him. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, where can people catch you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NinjaXJordan. And you can find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. And uh, Brendan. B Fry 26 on all the mediums. All of them. All of them. Dana. No. Uh, I'm at. Where, where am I? High five. Wait, I? Chris, what's high five? Uh, oh, that's a mirror. Oh, God, bro. I, I just did that. Yes. Okay. Um, I am at the Dana Eileen. Uh, if you find our tweet about this stream, we're all listed there. Mm-hmm. There is that. Uh, and if you can't find that tweet, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H O O G A T H Y. Or here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, until next week, thanks for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe, tell a friend, all that nonsense. Stay safe. It's crazy out there. And I'll catch you next time.